Hello and welcome to another Virtual Hymns 20 minicast of the Healthcare Solutions Project. I'm Don Siemens and today I'm speaking with Colleen Searle, who is a nurse and the new Chief Clinical Officer at Highland. Colleen, welcome to the Healthcare Solutions Project. Thanks for having me, Don. Well, we're grateful that you have taken some time out of your day and uh, I'm sure you're very busy right now. It's, it's always a pleasure to speak with, with a clinician who has turned into a technologist. So. Tell me how that happened for you. You started out as a nurse, and you became uh, one of the leaders at a great software company. Thank you. Well, it's been a fun journey. Um, I always tell other nurses that I meet along the way that nursing isn't just about clinical bedside care. Nursing is about a philosophy and bringing that philosophy to all different phases of of healthcare, whether Mm. it's bedside, whether it's management, whether it's um, helping software vendors create the right solutions that that help us improve patient outcomes. So um, I've been on the technical side for more than 20 years Hmm. um, with a variety of companies. Um, I joined Highland 17 years ago, and this is at the advent of how, in the old days, document management really fit into our healthcare um, technology area. Hmm. Um, Since then, we've matured that point of view, and now we talk about content, content management. Um, In Highland, we talk about enterprise management of images. So um, it's been a fun journey, um, you know, bringing bringing my expertise along on the vendor side. So it sounds like you talk with a lot of provider leaders. When you talk with them, what are the top challenges they tell you that they're facing? Yeah. So, you know, I I think pretty consistently over the last... um, two years, you know, I really hear three things and certainly reflected in the time surveys that are done and the HIM surveys. Hmm. Top of mind, um, clinical fatigue. We are changing our technology so fast, um, but we, we are experiencing fatigue of physicians, fatigue of nurses, um, you know, fatigue of ancillary um, department mm-hmm. um, providers because how we're asking them to think has changed so much. You know, when I went to nursing school and I graduated from a terrific program at the University of Michigan, and we were very progressive in, in technology, um, and I, I like to say in the 1980s. Um, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. how I was taught to, to assess a patient and, and process and think about care delivery um, was very different. And today, with the advent of technology, we 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 have to change our mindset and trust some of the outcomes and some of the leading indicators that our technology is telling us about the patient. Um, and it's just it's a different mindset, and it's stressful. Hmm. Um, and how we expect clinical caregivers to keep up their very um, hectic schedules and caring for patients and adopt new learning. Um, can, can be a real challenge. So that, that fatigue, um, we think about top of mind all the time. Yeah. Um, that fatigue is also leads to, I think, um, uh, finding and retaining top talent. Um, and I like in the, in the U.S., I think this idea of retaining talent is really important when you have a great doctor, nurse, on staff, how are you enabling them to be successful and, and 
and stay with your organization and, and grow them up through the organization. And I think technology really supports that. Um, mm. I was talking with an analyst who said that they're working on a research piece and they estimate it costs about $1.3 million to bring on a new physician and over the course of five years, really have them fully productive Wow! in the organization. One, I mean, I was blown away. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, we don't think about onboarding right. and retaining talent in those kinds of numbers. So I'm really interested to hear what their, their end report is going to say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, those are hard dollars. Yeah. <laughs> That's real money. That's not monopoly money, is it? You know, no, it's not. And, you know, the third piece really is about sharing information. And, you know, we talk about integration, integration of the data, integration of the application flow, the solution flow. And we're still struggling with that. Hmm. Um, I was was talking to a CEO. I.O. last week, a fantastic long-term customer of ours, and he said um, he still battles departmental buying. Hmm. And, you know, so they're making a conscious effort on streamlining and, and making sure that they have fit for enterprise applications. And he still um, sees that there's a lot of purchasing going on of, of niche instead of understanding kind of the breadth of technology already in the organization that should be used before going out and buying something. So that whole integration and sharing and, um, you know, one thing I hope gets fixed in my career is the share better sharing of information and data between the payer and the provider. Cause I think if we could be better at, sharing that data and that clinical record, it's going to make life a lot easier for a patient. No question about that. I think that's uh, I think we're on the road to that, don't you think? I think we're on the road to bringing payers and providers together as, as the incentives align. I do. I do. And I think, I think you know, with some of the things that have um, certainly come out of um, CMS, um, some of the expectation setting I think as our younger generations come up through medicine and they just have a different expectation of access to the patient-centric data Mm. Um, I think that's going to to really improve this Um, and then there's a whole stream of conversation that is happening at HIMSS around um, you know patient-enabled device and patient patient-enabled access where you know as as a consumer I expect to be able to go to my portal of provider and get my information. I want to see my x-ray and I want to be able to see the image, not just, you know, the the narrative results. Yeah, right. So those are the things top of mind. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about how your organization is approaching those challenges. So one of the things I'm really proud of is the work that we're doing with customers. So um, about four years ago, we stood up um, a series of of customer-facing councils, and they've um, evolved a bit. They're CIOs, um, chief medical officers, chief medical information officers, nursing officers, um, 
And as we added our enterprise imaging products, we've got um, two two councils that really serve their needs. One is a um, really about the technology, right? How do you manage the infrastructure and enterprise imaging and what's needed? Um, and then a new group that we stood up this year, which I'm pretty excited about, which is um, a group of clinicians talking about how we can drive efficiency, sharing, um, workflow, uh, regardless, you know, consistent workflow between the different pieces in a radiologist experience um, and creating these day in the life scenarios. And, and these groups, we, we have more than 60 customers engaged in these groups. Um, we great. also have a, it's, it's fantastic. We also have a group um, in EMEA that meets. Because um, EMEA has, you know, they have some unique things that they need to look at relative to um, their government structures, their uh, integration points. So these groups are soliciting feedback that, I mean, even to the point of um, when we're looking at some of our new interfaces we're, we're getting ready to um a little probably next year uh in 2021 release a new generation clinical viewer that will bring in access of all of this different types of unstructured content into the emr and a different sort of um, personalized experience hmm. and we've been working tightly with um groups of of clinical leaders to actually work, walk through the early prototypes and we're recording the clicks and the pauses in the in the mouth as they're trying to figure out how to navigate and find information. And all of that feedback is going into our development cycles, is going into our products um, and solutions. And um, it's really been insightful as a technology company to think about how do you take that adult learning piece and apply it to your product? Well, you're doing it's interesting. Kind of Apple philosophy. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Usability. Yeah. yeah. Usability. That Apple philosophy. I want to click it on and how intuitively as a doctor, do I know where to go to find the information instead of what we hear that's leading to fatigue and frustration is there's so many options. I don't know where to go. Hmm. And I don't have time to sit in an hour class to figure out where to go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're doing great work to make technology better and make it easier to use. Okay. It's virtual hymns week. What has Highland got planned yeah. now that hymns yeah. is canceled, but we're jumping into virtual. I'll tell you that. It's, it's been so interesting. I feel like I'm busier this week than mm. I would have been if we were all in Orlando. <laughs> I, I hear you. <laughs> um, the, I know. And it's actually been kind of neat because as we're doing these segments, you know, we're getting um, on camera and we're getting on, you know, in recorded conversation and people are just connecting differently without feeling like, you know, my feet hurt and I need to stop and That's right. say hi to somebody in a, in a corridor, right? It's, it's all about like sharing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really thrilled. Um, we launched last night our Highland Virtual Hymn. And um, that site that we stood up is meant to emulate 
both our booth experience mm-hmm. um, and really what we're what we're looking at is you know how do we talk about the patient journey and the different things that we do to support um, that journey of a patient through their healthcare experience and at what point is on that on that journey do we have technology that's going to help complement um, the EMR the PFS system um, the enterprise imaging uh, philosophy that's in place, the payer system. So in our virtual booth, you can see demos. Um, you can ask questions. So we have staff that are um, available to dialogue in, in a virtual way, um, answering those questions, um, signing up for more in-depth demos. So, you know, whether it's this week or, you know, in the next week, we're happy to you know, schedule a, a conversation with people. We also had quite a number of presentations in collaboration with him. Hmm. And so we're giving those presentations. Um, we have a terrific session tomorrow that we're, we're doing um, around governance. And this is something that was going to be in one of the um, education sessions at him. Hmm. Um, we also have an update um, that's going to be available for CEUs that was also a collaboration with him. Hmm. Um, talking about uh, change management and how do you really think about the, the people aspect. So yeah. all of that available on our site. Um, also, you know, providing all of that up to him. So as Hims is launching their virtual experience, yeah. um, that that folks can connect that way as well. I think that's fabulous. I think it's great that everyone can put their content out there and it's available widely. Right, it's not just available to the the few thousand people who can attend hymns every year. Yeah, yeah. No, we feel the same way. I think this is a, a tough call, the right call for him to make. Yeah. Um, you know, we're really supportive, uh, but great opportunity, and and that's what got us pretty excited. So we, you know, as we were watching the updates last week from hymns about, you know, mm-hmm. was this going to move forward? And as we watched, certainly the the coronavirus continued to. Um, to spread uh, in these different hotspots, we thought, eh, let's let's start to get ourselves organized. Mm. Um, really, actually, driven by our customers that were telling us, you know, they were um, not going to send staff to him. So right. we thought, well, we still want to make sure they can connect. That's great. Hey, speaking of connections, how can our listeners connect with you and your organization during this virtual Hymns Week? Sure. Well, we will make sure that that you have. Um, certainly the link to our virtual hymn. I'll post that um, for sure. I am available. Yeah, I'm available on that. Um, but And I'll also provide my email. We are, I'm always happy to connect with, uh, you know, folks in our environment, uh, talking about what we do, talking about, you know, vision and where we should go. Um, and, um, you know, between myself and between our Highland team and our virtual hymns team, we would, we'd love to talk. Also available on LinkedIn. We'll be pushing a lot of this out through LinkedIn. So we'll make sure you guys have, have connection to that site as well. Perfect. Well, it's a pleasure to speak with you, Colleen, and best of luck this week and throughout the year. Thanks, Don. You as well. And I'm looking forward to, to hearing all the interviews that you're, you're doing this week. 